Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. For I mean not that other men be eased and ye burdened, but by an equality, that now at this time your abundance may be supply for their want, that their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be equality, as it is written, He that hath gathereth much had nothing left over, and he that had gathered little had no lack. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verses 13 through 15. In this letter to Corinth, Paul addresses the issue of being thy brother's keeper, for which we are all charged. He states that when we have an abundance, we are to help those that lack. And when we lack, then others with more are required likewise to help us, that no one have more or less than they need. To selfishly hoard our excess, whether it be money, food, possessions, time, energy, the grace of God, or even our spiritual gifts, keeping it for ourselves when it could help someone else in need, be it a physical or a spiritual need, is gluttonous. And believe it or not, gluttony is still a sin. And though the modern church tends to overlook it, God does not. In Luke chapter 16, verse 10, we read this, He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much, and he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And of course we understand the implication that the true riches are the resources of heaven. God examines our selfishness and our faithfulness in the small things to determine whether or not he can trust us with the big things. If we are not faithful to follow Christ's example and selflessly so into others with what little time, money, and spiritual gifts that we have, then why would he give us more? If the little that he has given us is wasted on us, why would he continue the process and only waste more. But if the little that he gives us is invested into others, that it might reap a return for the kingdom of God, then he will gladly pour out more, knowing that the more he entrusts you with, the more you will invest in others, reaping greater and greater returns or harvest for the kingdom of God. 
whether the harvest be financial, physical, spiritual, or the souls of men. He will never trust us with more until that we have proven ourselves selfless and faithful with the little. This is the essence of all things godly, be it love, charity, forgiveness, true ministry, or discipleship. What we have freely been given, we are required to freely give, lest we anger the one who gave it. Let those that hear and understand take heed with reverence and fear, knowing that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, because that this is a serious matter in the eyes of God, as explained by Christ himself in the parable of the talents. So let us take to heart the words of our Lord and Savior, of whom we all will one day be judged. The parable of the talents can be found in Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like as a man traveling into a poor country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them five other talents. And likewise he that had received two, he also gained another two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and reckoned with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought the other five, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord saith unto him, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. Therefore will I make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me these two talents. Behold, I have gained another two talents besides them. His Lord saith unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Then he, which had received only one talent, came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. And the Lord answered unto him and said, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knew that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawn. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers. 
so that then at my coming I should have received mine own with interest. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given more, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For when the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all of the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from the other, as a shepherd divideth the sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, and the goats on his left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was a hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered and fed thee? Or when were you thirsty and we gave you a drink? When did we see you as a stranger and took you in or naked and clothed you? When were you sick or in prison and we came unto you? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say also unto them who are on his left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungered, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. I was naked, and you clothed me not. I was sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison, and we did not minister unto thee? The word minister, my friend, means to serve. This is the true definition of ministry. Then shall Jesus answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, insomuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these who are guilty of this shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. You see, it's specific here that he's talking about the brethren, and as the brethren do the work of the kingdom, it is not by their own strength or ability, but by Christ living in them. So when he says, you have not done it to my brethren, therefore you have not done it to me, he means that literally. It means he was out doing the work of the kingdom. He was on a mission. His spirit moving the temple, the body of the brethren. And you didn't help him. You had the ability. He gave you the resources. He gave you the money. 
He gave you the food. He gave you the clothes. He gave you the gift. He gave you the word on time and in season. But you didn't deliver it. You held on to it. Some out of fear and some out of ambition. Nevertheless, you wasted what was given. This is something that God takes very serious. And we ought to see it for the reality of what it is. This man was thrown into outer darkness because of it. That the fear of the Lord might grip our heart and we might move in better wisdom. Because excess and gluttony is still a sin in God's kingdom. Oh Lord, forgive us. Oh Lord, open the eyes of our understanding. Order our steps. Give us discernment. Let us lay aside the weights that so easily beset us, the distractions that cause us to miss our opportunities, to multiply our talents. Lord, we ask you to build our faith today. We rebuke the spirit of fear and confusion and doubt and discouragement and distraction in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, give us wisdom in where we are to invest our talents. Lord, give us confidence to seek you. Speak clearly to us the things that you would have us to do and forgive us when we act foolishly or even on impulse. But in our heart, we're really trying. Order the steps of the righteous. Cause whatever we put our hands to to prosper for you to do the work of your kingdom with power and purity and integrity and let us multiply the resources that you have given us. Let us not be stingy or greedy. Let us never be desirous of vain glory. Let us not consume upon our own lust the things that you have given in excess, but let us use our abundance to minister to the need of the least of these, whatever that may be, be it food, be it clothes, be it gifting, be it knowledge or revelation or the very presence of your spirit. The anointing of God, healing, encouragement, correction, whatever is needed to build up and edify the body in that moment. What you have freely given to us, let us freely give it to those who really need it. That you might trust us with more and exponentially grow the kingdom. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.